You're listening to On the Air with Penn State Do Boys. You're listening to the Chancellor's Chat. Hello, my name is Jung Ryu. I'm the Chancellor and Chief Academic Officer at Penn State Do Boys. And I'm so happy to share these wonderful stories with you from our beautiful Penn State Do Boys community. Welcome to the Chancellor's Chat. I have two of our library staff, Emily and Barb, with me today. I'm so happy to have you. Thanks for <laughs> having us. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Please tell us about yourself. Where did you spend your childhood? Where were you growing up? Where did you go to school? What is the most memorable thing about you? Um, I'll start. This is Barb. I grew up in Sykesville, Pennsylvania on a farm that my family's owned since 1847. 1847. Yep. Uh, it's going to be 200 years coming up. Um, Are you still living in the farm? Yep, I, I actually own it now. Oh, my gosh. Um, there's two houses on the property, and my mom lives right beside me. So she's the build-in babysitter for my two kids. But um, I went to Dubois Area High School, graduated, came to Penn State Dubois, and I, I actually did three years here, and then a year and a half at University Park in the communications program. I studied film and media. Wow. And the most memorable thing about me, I like genealogy. I do it all the time. <laughs> and I also foster for Perfect Paws Rescue. Um, yeah. And I have seven cats. And wow, that's a lot of cats. That yeah. is, yeah. Six of them. Like, I only had four until, like, a year ago. And then I adopted all these ones that, oh, wow. you know, I fostered. So you have um, the space for it too. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's very rewarding, yeah. you know, to get to see them go to a yeah. a good home. But yeah, so that keeps me busy. So were you trying to be a big movie director or something? I yeah, I don't know. I I was always interested in film. Yeah. Um, and. I, I used to be really into it. Now I'm a little more removed from it okay. as I get older. But I see. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, I also grew up in Sykesville, um, same town as Barb, but we just didn't know each other growing up, unfortunately. I'm older, that's why. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But um, so I grew up there, a tiny little town, one stoplight. I did move to New Jersey in my childhood for four or five years I was there and then I returned and graduated from Dubois High School um, I'd say most memorable thing about me is I come from a bigger family I'm one of five siblings uh, my family is super important to me so I think that's what people might remember me by um, I've been married to my high school sweetheart for 19 years oh, <laughs> 20 wow. years well 15 yeah. years we've been married but yeah. we've been like 20 years together mm -hmm. so I'm sure you've had some twists and turns, you know, through your career journey. So maybe you could share some of your stories in terms of, you know, how you got here at Penn State Dubois regarding, you know, your career experience. So I, um, I graduated from Clarion University is where I went for um, secondary education, English. 
and I taught at Clearfield High School for 10 years. Uh, loved my job there. Um, loved teaching. It's always been my passion since I was a, a little kid. I was always wanted to be a teacher. That's what I wanted to do. So, um, uh, yeah, spent some time there. Lo- you know, really loved that position, but wanted to come back right here to Du Bois, to my hometown. Um, was getting really getting, especially with having kids more involved in the community and. Um, wanted to be here and this opportunity kind of gave me the chance to still work with students, still teach, um, be a part of this fabulous campus community, the library that I love here. So um, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I had any real like twists or turns, but um, I've always enjoyed my career and where where I've been uh, and I just ended up here, but um, love my job. So. Yeah, uh, in addition to being, you know, working at the library, I know you do some teaching too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a great combination. Mm-hmm. You teach our first year seminar students. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've made it um, a priority to get to know each of our first year students. Mm-hmm. Um, back when I worked with Marley at the first year program, I still had an assignment where I m- sat down and met with every single first year students so yeah. um, that's really important to me getting to know the students when they come and um, keeping in contact with them communicating with them I think is um, yeah, just something I love to do and that's how you encourage them to use the library services more mm-hmm. too right so <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a win-win yes. yeah. yeah yeah great great Barb anything um so I actually worked in this library as a work-study student oh my gosh. for yeah. three years. And then when I went to University Park, I worked in the library there oh. as a work-study student. So always working at libraries. Yep. Yeah. Um, when I graduated college, my, one of my first jobs I got in Williamsport, Pennsylvania at a company called Brodart. And they basically catalog mm-hmm. books for li- different oh, libraries. Okay. And so I was there for a year, and then I applied for a job at the law library at University Park. And oh. it was it was still in like its infancy right, up there. Right. Um, so I got that job. I was there for four years, and then a position here came available, and I wanted to move back home mm-hmm. to Du Bois. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, I knew everyone that worked here, and mm-hmm. they were just like my work family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I got to be here, and I've been with Penn State since 2006. Yeah. Long time. Oh, my gosh. So I, I hear a common theme, basically coming home, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> That's what that is. Yep. And I mean, getting reunited with your family members. And I mean, our campus has this uh, culture, wonderful cu- culture, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just so happy to be part of that, you know, family. Yep. Penn State Dubois family mm-hmm. in this case. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back. <laughs> so what is the most rewarding part of your job these days? I'd say <laughs> helping patrons find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times students come in looking for articles or they're looking for a certain book that they want to know how they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to help them. Yeah find what they're looking for and getting that Mm one-on-one 
experience with the students yeah. and get to know we love getting to know the students so and also having our work study employees at the library yeah um we we really enjoy working with the students right definitely and when you are able to you know somehow make some of these things happen in terms of you know students being able to find something or in terms of you know students learning how to do something i'm sure that's you know one of the most rewarding moments yep and just them knowing that they can always come and ask us for help yeah definitely yeah i think the library really lends itself to being (coughs) able to just be there for the students um Mm -hmm. you know it's a space where they can just walk in and ask questions and find um find resources that they're looking for um but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of space there for um for really getting to know them and oh yeah, yeah. checking Th- in it's on another them. bonus yeah. yes getting to know the <laughs> students yes. in the process yeah definitely. Yeah. and also collaborating with other we're, we're able to collaborate with student affairs oh, quite yeah. a, quite a bit and d- yeah. different departments on campus mm-hmm. um with just some different um, engagement opportunities and things like that. So um, we really enjoy that too. Right, right. And you get the synergy that way. Mm-hmm. And you get more participation. You get to be able to do more. I mean, one thing that comes to my mind right now is something like research fair. Yes. Right? So you yes. work together with our undergraduate research coordinator, in this case, Sarah, Sarah Parati. Yes. But You've been already, you know, running the fairs for a while, but you're trying to, I know, revamp it and grow it even more. Yes, and together with Sarah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that has grown over the last few years, so that's really exciting to see. And students seem to be getting more involved um, to with the symposium, and mm-hmm. we're excited for the spring. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you share your thoughts on the importance of leveraging our library resources? Because I know, you know there are a lot of students out there, of course, who could use more of these services available to them. But a lot of times, these services like almost like air to them, right? So you, you breathe in, breathe out. I mean, they're always there. And when you have you know, too much of it, when you have the abundance of all the resources, you just sometimes forget about the <laughs> resources available to you. So could you tell us a little bit about you know, what is really available and what students can really take advantage of through our libraries? Um, well, I can start by saying we have access to Ancestry.com. Oh, I didn't know that. <coughs> we do, yes. <laughs> um, so any student faculty staff can go to the databases on the library site and use the Ancestry Library Edition, and it has all kinds of stuff, especially for Pennsylvania. But you get access to other people's family trees, photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe they have yearbooks on there. So that's one thing that has been really popular. Mm -hmm. And then also newspaper archives. Um, we have all the Pennsylvania papers through there, and the Dubois papers are on there, the Clearfield newspapers are on there. Um, so that's just kind of neat things that you can use to search for local wow. local items, but yeah. that's just two of them. Yeah, yeah. there's so much. Um, 
And I think it's important to remember that, you know, we're here to connect you with all, you know, all of those resources. So at last I knew we had access to over 800 different databases that are on our list. Um, so that includes scholarly journals, uh, newspapers, magazine articles. We have access, we have access to streaming video and mm -hmm. quite a few um, different films that you can watch streaming free through the library. Um, there's subject guides, there's help with citing sources, all kinds of different things that are available to our students. And I think right. it's important to remember that they're all free. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right? So it can be a huge cost saving for our students, mm -hmm. you know, to access mm -hmm. all the available resources. Yeah, I think you can also think of it this way, too. I mean, this is all built into their tuition, so it is mm -hmm. free, but right. at the same time, <laughs> they pay for it. So That's true. <laughs> so That's they, true. They better use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, if there's an item they're looking for that Penn State doesn't own, yeah. Um, we can use interlibrary loan and try to get that item for the that's student. Right. And yeah. that's also free for them. Yeah, and I know in some cases, you know, students, they want to check out their textbooks before they buy them and so on. But you have those textbooks sometimes available for them to you know, review, right? Yeah, a lot of our faculty here will put their, their required text on course reserve for mm -hmm. students to use in the library. So those are really popular, especially our math textbooks they get used quite often we also have a scanner a book scanner in the library that students will use uh, they'll borrow the, the textbook and then scan the pages they need send it to their email or phone that they get a lot of use and our faculty are very supportive of the course reserves and putting their textbook so it's open and available to our students mm -hmm. excellent Engaging our students and earning their trust is critical in what we do at our campus for student success. So what do you believe has been the key to connecting with students? I think Emily could answer <laughs> that one pretty well. She's always, she's always sitting in the library making herself available to the students and um, she's very popular. Well, I'm sure you're <laughs> popular too. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, um, I just had the con this conversation with someone the other day, but I think it's really important to learn their names. So I try to do that first and foremost. You know, learn their first names, use their use their name, right when they walk in, greet them, say hello, learn a little bit about them. You know, I do try to stay out in the library where they can see me, um, and ask me if they have any little question or trouble mm -hmm. <laughs> that they're facing for the day um, but yeah I think just getting to know them and getting getting to know a little bit about them is you know I think um, the key to connecting with our students yeah I mean you could be just you know sitting where you work all the time and you know not making yourself available to students, I mean, making yourself so accessible to the students, but you always, I see you always, you know, reaching out to students, and students are always with you when I stop by, so I'm, yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty sure that you're making those conscious efforts all the time, and I, I think it's paying <laughs> off, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. 
I, I want to give a shout out to Bonnie Emler also. Of course. Um, mm. She she helped mm. us get a one-button studio that yeah. we had been trying to get for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she got us group study rooms that that are used every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, new furniture. You know, I think the library is really looking good and updated. And it's just a welcoming environment for the students. Yeah, it's a very cozy place. You know, if I didn't have to go to meetings I would stay there all the time <laughs> all day long but <laughs> yeah but a very attractive space yeah what advice do you have for current or prospective students as they begin or continue their higher education journeys at our campus I'd say take advantage of all the resources that are available to you and Penn State really offers a lot to their students um, as far as, you know, just different things that are really, uh, you know, opportunities or resources and um, trips and study abroad and, you know, <laughs> all the different opportunities that they have to get involved and to do things on campus. So I would say get involved, take advantage of everything that's here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important. Right, right. And exploring, you know, all those possibilities out there is I think one of the, the, the golden, I would say, uh, opportunities they have as a student. I mean, of course, it's also a privilege, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I 100% agree with what you're saying there. My advice would be to work hard and learn time management. I had a professor at University Park that said, basically, college teaches you time management. So if you have a 20-page paper due at the end of the semester, start it at the very beginning so that you are not overwhelmed and stressed out at the end. Um, So, yeah, I think if you do your best and work hard and get help when you need it. I mean, we have the queue, we have the library, we have all these resources, and people are willing to help you. You just have to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just always little by little slow and steady wins the race right Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) anything else you'd like to share with us Uh, i jotted down on my notes just stop in and see us so you know we're open to the community we're open to faculty staff students um our doors are open and we're here ready and ready to help so please come in (laughs) so emily and barb thank you again so much for joining me today i enjoyed our conversation a lot Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Remember, being mindful, compassionate, and kind will go a long way.